Hey guys, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. I want to tell you about our new show. Can I steal you for a second? The Ringer's Guide to Colton Season, streaming now on Hulu. The show is an inside look into Colton Underwood's season of The Bachelor, starring Ben Higgins, Rachel Lindsay, Lauren Zima, and our very own Juliet Littman. Make sure to tune in before Monday's finale for never-before-heard insight into all things Bachelor Nation. Streaming now on Hulu. Welcome into another edition of Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, as always, joined by my co-host, Vince Carter and Kent Bazemore. You see happiness. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's going. Tired? Very. Yes. Coming off a back-to-back after a four-overtime game. Yeah, and then we had plane troubles. Oh, I heard about that. So we got to the hotel like 7, I think. Mm, yeah. Might have been later than that. And we played, and we played at 2.30. Wait, 7 in the morning? So no. we played, nah, we played a four-overtime and then we left the next day. Plane was delayed, so we didn't get in until the evening. We should we, we wow. were supposed to get in at what four thirty? Yeah, we didn't get it to eight thirty. Wow. Yeah, played at two thirty, back to back in Miami last night. After that, so that was a two oh. hour forty five minute flight from Chicago after the game, which we got <laughs> at ten thirty. That's terrible. And yeah. for everyone listening who doesn't know. This fourth voice in the room is Mr. DeMar DeRozan. Believe Welcome. It. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was trying to give you like a big intro so no, to lead into it, no, but no, you no, got no, like no. in the convo and stuff. How's it going? Great. No complaints at all. Thank you for coming on with us. We thank appreciate you your time. Thank I know you. there's a lot to do in Atlanta, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got the jokes today, huh? Thank you. You're on fire. I'm fresh. Last night, Vince... But this man can score. Uh, he's 42, if you didn't know. He's still, yeah. he's still dunking 42. on people. He had 21 points last night, all of which were from three-point line. Yeah. And, and he just I passed. Just <laughs> 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 the back-to-back, boy. Still impressive. And you yeah. just passed Reggie Miller. You're now 20th NBA all-time scorer. It's crazy. It's incredible. Congrats, incredible. man. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's so, fun to watch. It's crazy. You know, I mean, obviously, when we all play in the game and you, you start passing people who we consider stars and legends of the game, it's, so, it's this unreal feeling. And, uh, you know, I play it because I love it still. That's why I'm still at it. And, of course, the, you know, the competition and the camaraderie around the league, not even just teammates. So, you know, every time you pass somebody, I'll probably say the same thing every time. It's, uh, it's that special and important. I saw Justice came up to you last night. You guys were having a conversation. Was he congratulating you or what was that about? No, nah, he, he was like, you know, when you come in, you're the coach asks you who you got or your teammate asks you who you got. You're like, you know, I got Damar, I got – Bays or whatever. He's like, yo, man, I got Carter. I was like, man. <laughs> I got Mr. Carter or something. I'm like, bro, no, no, don't do that, bro. Yeah. I, mean, I got Vince, man. <laughs> so that's what we were talking about. I was like, man, come on, man. This is this. He's like, I got Mr. Carter. Carter. Like, yo, you never met before. Yeah. It's like, man, those don't, we ain't doing that. That's all. <laughs> but no, he did congratulate later on. But like, that's what that was all about. And did you know at that point in the game that you had just passed that milestone? They talked about it before the game. I, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about uh, either one of them. None, none of that. I just, you know, at this point, for me, I don't even look at stat sheets anymore. Yeah. Like, I, that's not why I'm here. Right. I, yeah. I know that. You know, when you when you're younger, obviously, you like to, you know, see what's going on. At this point, you know, they they asked me for if I want a stat sheet. I was like, bro, I was there. <laughs> I know what was happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At this point, it got to be kind of tough to keep up with. I mean, a lot of points, man. And, a lot of lose. points, a lot yeah, of milestones. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you're just adding them up now. Yeah. The funniest ones are like, you know, I, I heard I beat my own record <laughs> 42 years old. 
20 plus points. You oh, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, the, it's those type of records now, yeah. like, that you don't even know about. That's weird. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Y'all turn coming. 21. Phase is about to be 30. Yeah, old man. I'm about um, to be 32. <laughs> sorry, you're not old, just base. I'm sorry. I, I, How long have you been? No disrespect. Ten. Ten. See, yeah, I'm at seven. I went to school for forever. I went to yeah. Ten years. For a long time. Ten years. <laughs> ten. Bro. It's ten. That's crazy. <laughs> Demar, let's jump into when you were drafted to the Raptors, mm-hmm. 2009. Correct. You people were asking you, are you going to be the next Vince Carter? All that. Just tell me what Vince, what impact Vince had on you becoming a Raptor. Ten um, years though, y'all don't yeah. understand. Like I remember that. Nah, that's what I'm saying. That's what are I'm you saying. saying like, um, like I, I mean, just like yesterday. Sure, it, okay, so it feels like, like I, it was really recent. Like if you were to, if I if you asked me to say how many, I wouldn't have said ten years. Right. Yeah, ten. Been ten. Um, he doesn't look a day over twenty one. Just like you. Yeah. Nah, I think um, <laughs> you know, when I got drafted, for me it was my my favorite two players growing up was Kobe and Vince. You know, um, so that's for crazy. me to get drafted to the Raptors and. You know, that was kind of like my guideline, the base. What I grew up seeing from Toronto was from Vince. You know, I remember them early morning games on the weekend. It'd be 9, 10 o'clock back home in L.A., them 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock games on the East Coast, like being a part of that and seeing that I seen it from Vince. You know, everything I knew from Toronto was Vince. So for me to be in that position, and he was talking about records earlier, breaking records. You know, for me, no, yeah. it made a lot because it's like, yo, you you know, you just passed Vince for this, 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 this. And, you know, that was like the highlight for me in my career being in Toronto because same person I had the chance to watch as a kid play against him, play in the same city where he started everything from, you know, it it was, it was, it was something special for me, for sure. Did you feel like any pressure to kind of fill his shoes or to be the no, next no. Vince Carter or anything no, no, like that? No, no, no. I never feel no no pressure. And, you know, every time we encounter one one another, you know, he always gave me some good positive words and, you know, that's all I needed. You know, I never felt like it was a competition. I, I had to meet what he did because to me, it was no breaking what he did because he started the whole thing mm-hmm. off, you know, mm-hmm. and, and for me to just be a part of that, you know, and maybe later down the line, I could be in the same position he was in what he was for me. So that's why I look at it like. And Vince, you said it feels like it was yesterday. You remember sure. when he was I mean, drafted to the know, Raptors? I just think about like my time, like you said there and just, you know, when you get there, you don't think about the lives you impact. You know, we're trying to kind of make an impact in the league for ourselves. And, you know, I just, I, I remember, I remember the time and, you know, everybody trying to compare him like, you know, and I remember you saying, just, I want to be myself and, you know, I want to do great things in the city. And my man, you yeah, did that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, whenever you have, and, and I know all these guys say that, but whenever you have, uh, you hold a record, you always want it to be forever. But then when you have people who break your record that you have an appreciation for, it's always good to be like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm all. It's all good, and you know. And I reached out to him. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't even on social media. I, well, you know, uh, it was privately when he broke yeah. the record and, and doing all that, and congratulated him because you know that's 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 major. And it, it, I can understand the pressure and the situation you're in, but I mean, he's handling himself, mm-hmm. you know, throughout through those those years like like a champ. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when it when it happened, I was just like, Psh. yeah, it was I'm tough. all. It's, I, I'm I'm okay with that. You're you good with him saying? taking oh, your for record sure, for sure. Yeah. You're with the Spurs now. Mm-hmm. You were traded recently. 
found out while you were at a fast food restaurant, right? Parking. Tell us a little bit about I hope how it was your favorite one. No, hell no. I walked down the street and seen it and stopped there. Like, <laughs> you were in a movie while this was all happening and you yeah. were getting a bunch of calls. Just talk to us about what that was like when you found out you were being traded. I know you guys have both been traded as well. So you feel him on that. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting it. Like I said, you know, when you coming up in a situation, you feel like, you know, whatever they want to call it, you know, part of the greatest team in Toronto Raptors history player and, you know, um, having an opportunity to, you know, compete in a conference where, you know, we we always was knocked out by one individual, you mm-hmm. know, and that individual was gone and everybody had high hopes. So for something like that to happen, kind of caught us all off guard, you know, and for me, you know, I always stress that, you know, I wanted to be there, you know, just for the simple fact of just try to stick it through the tough times, the good times and mm-hmm. everything. And, you know, I felt like we had an opportunity to come back around and try to make something happen. So, you know, to hear I got traded, you know, it was it was it was shocking. It was tough to deal with, you know, that first week because I wasn't expecting it. You know, I, I, I've never been in that situation. You always hear guys, you know, who who been through that situation and, you know, you hear how tough it is. So. For me, it was it was tough. You know, I had kids that was going to school there. I had two homes there, you know, so it was everything. It was like, damn, what do I do now? So, And I have to imagine it was quite shocking for you, you know, thinking that you're carrying this into next year. Whereas, Vince, when you were with the Raptors, you know, there was talks of you being traded. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was, it was back and forth. Um, uh, and, you know, same thing. You just don't know until... You know, uh, I remember waking up after, out of my nap in Indiana to like 70 messages like, yo, you got traded to uh, to Jersey. I was like, what? And the same thing was like, mm-hmm. damn, what do I do now? Like, how does this work? <laughs> you know, that, it's always that first time that catches you off guard. So, you know, and I, I know how much Toronto meant to you. I, I talked to Kyle. I know mm-hmm. you guys are um, very close and I'm, I'm pretty cool with, with Kyle. And, and just hearing him just talk about the shock, um, I, I just can't, I can't imagine I mean, I can't imagine what you were going through and, and you know, kind of reading what you were saying. I can feel, mm-hmm. you know, how, how it meant to you because it was some you, you always hear people, you know, some people like, oh, okay, that's messed up. And then some people like, all right, you know, there's rumors like, oh, it was, it was time, this, right, that, and right, forth. Right. But, like, the opportunity is on, on the table for you so I can understand yeah, yeah. where your um, frustration yeah. came from. So once you got to the Spurs, were you excited to play for Coach Pop? Yeah, no question. After that first week of me going through everything I was going through, I didn't work out for a week. I didn't do nothing. I sat in the house for a week. I didn't want to talk to nobody. Mm. Um, I think a week after that, I took me a couple of my family members. I went to Anguilla and left and just left. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't talk to nobody. And I just had to sit there and think, like, what's a better opportunity than going to play with one of the greatest coaches of all time? Um, and the first time I talked to him, he told me he didn't trade me. He traded for me. Just understand that and know that you'll want it here. So to hear that from Pop, it's been amazing, <laughs> man. Pers- yeah. yeah, you know, it put, yeah, it, it put everything in perspective <laughs> for me, especially a guy like that. And first time I, I went to San Antonio, you walk in our practice arena, you see five championships, you, you understand the history, you see... David Robinson around there. You see Tim Duncan still in the gym. You see Ginobili. You see all these guys that come from this culture, and they wanted me to be a part of that. You know, it meant it meant, meant everything for me, and it made it an easier transition. 
It's dope. And Baze, I'm sure you understand the shock value kind of of being traded. You were told pregame, is that right? Yeah, but shoot, I wasn't in a position that these right, guys Right, but I mean, like, there, has, there has to be something that us regular people don't understand. Like, you know, we think, oh, you guys make all this money, you have these great jobs, but there has to be something that really hurts about that feeling of like, you know, we're we're getting rid of you to this other team. I think he said it. I mean, and it's bigger than that. Of course, sports fans always watch this stuff happen, and they're like, "Oh man, you know, whatever you got traded or he wanted." But it's you're uprooting your family. Yeah. His kids yeah. were used to you know going down the same street to school or playing or whatever. I mean, or any anybody who gets traded, you go through it, and or you move on, or you sign a one year deal when it's up. You have to uproot your family to move with the next because they typically follow wherever you go. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, if you want to be somewhere or even if you're just caught off guard and you're not sure if you want to be somewhere, you trade it, you move on. The big picture is you're having to move everything and yep. everybody's yeah. affected. Not just you, the, you know, DeMar DeRozan, the basketball player, Kent Bazemore, the basketball player, is his entire family, our entire family has to kind of deal with that as well. And I think that's what the average fan tends to forget about, right. which yeah. is which means a lot. It's important. So, yeah, I was with the Warriors, and uh, we were playing in Sacramento. I just uh, went out there and shot for my shooting time, ran back, went to Chapel, and there's Mark Jackson and Bob Myers, like, standing right right outside the Chapel, because we all used to go. So I'm about to run back to the locker room, and they, like, called me over me. It's like, what, 20 minutes, 40 minutes to go before the game. And they're like, yeah, we're going to send you down to L.A., play for the Lakers. I was like, dang, you know. So my boy drove like, up. Right, right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. So we, he drove up from the Bay uh, to watch me play, and then we drove back down at night. You know, I packed my stuff, flew in, did my physical early in the morning, and then I played Boston that night on uh, ESPN. Mm. And it kind of just, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's you know, I thought I was going to be a Golden State forever. You know what I mean? I found my niche. You know, I wasn't really playing much, but I knew, like, you know, my presence as a teammate would would go a long way for them, and I, you know, I I figured I would work my way up to the rotation and kind of cement myself there. But there's nothing you can prepare for, man. It's like you know, regardless of if you don't like your situation or if you do, if you, if you get traded, it's just I mean, it's still an adjustment for anybody, for sure. Yeah. You're always getting that pregame news, huh? Well, like in college. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, damn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep you on your That's toes. Story. You guys are in the playoff race right now. How does that feel for you to kind of be a part of that push and and all that? In the Western Conference, I know it's different because right. like you've been in the East, East, yeah. East. Like it's yeah. like all right, you know, you have you got LeBron again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's just like now it's like you can you have a you can be five, right. six to ten games over five hundred and still like being seven, eight. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's it, different. It, it's, it's definitely been different. Like. From the east to the west, it's like it's it's definitely night and day from you know the competition to just everything, and it's been a challenge. It's been fun, you know, and and to be in a position that we are in now, it's always up in the air, man. All these teams is good. Anything, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your Golden State. You know, they definitely the champs. You got to knock off, but when it comes to everybody else, anything is possible mm-hmm. from two through eight. It's 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 a dogfight every single night. Crazy. I mean, we were talking about it yesterday. Like the the best teams, some of the best teams in the East are not top five in the West. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's I mean that's how it's been for a while. But yeah. I remember when I first started, it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Strong, Back yeah. the East was strong, and like you only had like four or five teams in the West. So the East is a different type of grind, though. You know, it ain't easy. I mean, obviously, you know, when I here in Atlanta, when I was going to the playoffs, you know, it was always Cleveland. 
everybody else kind of fit. And then Cleveland, Toronto, uh, Atlanta, and then, you know, a couple other teams. But, you know, it was still a, it was a different type of grind, you know, because yeah. the teams in the East, like, you know, it was a lot more, f- like, physical. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was oh, yeah. we bang Faster, each other up. Physical, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Bang each other up. You know, mm-hmm. you see these teams three, four times a year. You know, you go out and play the West teams. You know, they don't really see that much. You clip a couple of them. You look up, you got, you know, 50, 60 wins in the season. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, and I mean, it's still a grind. And like you say, having to go through LeBron every year, um, I mean, it was tough because we went to the East Conference Finals my first year here, and, and they swept us. The year after that, we played them in the semis. I think they swept us again. I'm like, oh, and like eight against them in the playoffs or something. But uh, he's struggling now, which is, I don't hate it. You're smiling. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, good. Yeah, <laughs> It's finally you, not me. (laughs) Damar, when you found out you were going to be facing LeBron again, getting out of the East, obviously it's not much competition anymore, but did you feel like you kind of escaped him just to face him again? I think I'm 3-1 against him this season, so... You know, that's... Mm. So it feels yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. The, the big payback. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about those Lakers. What's going on over there? Any team that go through injuries always going to make it difficult. Right. You know, um, you know, one thing I noticed about being in this league, is, it's, it's tough to win a lot of games with young guys, you mm-hmm. know? you know, it's, On it's, top of the expectation with that yeah. guy over there as yeah. well. You know, come on. Like, he's, he's been to eight straight finals. Yeah. You know, a lot of them guys was... In high school, a couple of years ago, you yeah. know, and it's it's hard. Then you playing in Los Angeles, right? Like, like you miss a shot, you, you, just, yeah. you, you know, it's you gonna hear about yeah, it. Yeah, you gonna hear about it. So, no, from a celebrity, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah you Not know, even just it's, a fan. Like, you, you, you know. definitely got to be built different to the to, to playing in, in in a place like that than play with one of the greatest players of all time. So, you know, it's a challenge for them. Him going down, missing so many games, really hurt him. It's hard to bounce back from that. Yeah. And I mean, I just you know, the the landscape of of the media these days is is has changed so much. You know, everything is negative, and I, I mean, I was especially big markets today. Yeah, yeah big I was markets is worse feet today. Yeah. And like Real Madrid, Cristiano Ronaldo, like mm-hmm. I don't think they made it to. I mean, I don't know, but like you look at what he's done, uh, Ronaldo has done for for soccer, and you look at what LeBron has done for basketball. People are like feeding, you know, the negativity into this. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a bad year. I mean, it's a down year. He had off year, eight straight finals. Like, give him a break. I mean, I'm the last person there to, you know, <laughs> give him a break. But, like, I mean, like, the negativity doesn't, from the media, does not help their situation at all, man. And I think the young guys on their team really don't appreciate, you know, what he's done for their game. And they weren't ready to commit themselves you know, to it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to go from who they were last year to now. It's like you're mm-hmm. expected to make the playoffs. Right. You expect to at least to get second round, at least second round right. in the playoffs. To you know, it's like the expectations is that's, it's different. I think from from us being in the league, we we have a different perspective from people on the outside right. because we mm-hmm. know the ins and outs that goes into all that. Thanks. Um as soon as LeBron went to the Lakers, everybody's saying, we're going to the championship. They're going to the championship. They're going to the championship, <laughs> you know. But all that negative narrative that that surrounds that, you got to be built a certain type of way to right. take that because it could be draining. You know, right. a couple of weeks ago, you see your name with six other people being traded for one guy. Mm-hmm. You expect me to come out here and True. play every single night and look. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's so That's I, a good point. That, that's a great point. That's, people don't put that in consideration. These guys are still young, you know, yeah. 20, 21, 22 years old. In a city where they larger than life, now you're trying to get me out of here and send me to 
New Orleans. New Orleans. Like, you know, so. But think, and to add to that, think about he was going, he was out 18 games. So now he's out. They're getting the opportunity, more You're touches right. yeah. to be getting in a rhythm to when he comes back. Yeah. Right. Now you go back to whatever role because you tend to forget after about five games about what right. it used to right, be. Right, right. Because yeah. you now you know now I'm mm-hmm. getting I'm getting 10, 12, 15 shots a game. Yeah. That man come back, it's yeah. a little different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know, all of that factors in. And then you're in LA and you you read about it that night, the next morning, day after that, it's just it's 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 a different ball yeah. game. It's like being in New York. Well, New Orleans shafted them though, boy. Set them up for failure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So I think yeah. I know the answer, but if LeBron hadn't gotten hurt, you think that they still would have? No, I think they was fourth. You give him a chance, yeah. yeah. You know, they was fourth. You got more rooms of that right. error of losing a couple games, and, you know, you you, you could still be right there. Um, and he's going to win them a few games. The T-Wolves, yeah, you know. the T-Wolves and the Kings are the teams right in front of them, right? Yeah. I don't think any of them are doing well. So, I mean, that's an outside shot. But, I mean, if you've been watching their games, like, they just don't get an effort. It's not like it's like they don't even. You want don't it. see the motivation, right? As a unit, right? I don't know, man. More power to them. Everybody, every team got their own little struggles. You know, it's just just the landscape of the league. You know, it's it's up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, you ride the high times and uh, the low times is when you got to really buckle up. So, and it's that one denominator: injuries. You know, right. they need these wins, and I know Brandon Ingram. Uh, he just went hurt. down, yeah. So he oh, didn't play. No. He didn't play last game. Yeah, Shoulder. Play. Kuzma got hurt last night. He got so. hurt. Yeah. So they had some of the guys who they were relying the young guys mm-hmm. going down. Lonzo you know, Ball ain't playing either. He's yeah, not yeah, back yeah. yet. They yeah. say he's out another week. He was reevaluated. So it's Sheesh. just like all of that stuff. And I mean, clearly, I don't think LeBron's healthy. So yeah. it's just it is what it is. I remember, well, obviously it was a while, like five, four, five years ago. But <laughs> we were talking about you know some of the strongest players in the league, and oh, yeah. I mentioned like Joe Johnson. But we were just talking about how strong LeBron was. And, like, he ain't even playing with that same strength, you know, that he used to. Because, I mean, the first time I, I started East Conference Finals and I had to guard him. And, bro, I mean, they were just running this little ducky and play the whole game. <laughs> I could do nothing with that man. But now it's like he's, I mean, I don't know. He's settling for jumpers and stuff. I mean, which is what you want as an opponent. But he's just not the same. So you make a good point, Demar. Let me ask you guys: If they were if in this situation that that they're trying to get rid of you, they're trying to trade you as part of a package, and they can't do it because of the other team, and then they say, "Okay, come back out and play a hundred. We're trying to get to the playoffs." Would you be able to make that switch? Yeah, I think we're all older. I mean, right. that's, 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 that's the one thing I was gonna so, say. Is so, if you were, but if you were twenty, twenty-one. Oh hell no! Yeah. Nah, yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah, you can't even like, like, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't understand that. At a young age, like right. you just don't. There's no way. Yeah. It's like you. It, it takes time for you to really understand the ins and outs of League. the business side yeah. of it. You know, and it's like, come on, it's a game on top of a game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So speaking of the mental side of it, I want to talk about. You came out talked about your mental health and how important it is to be vocal about it. Tell us a little bit about why you decided to talk to people about that and how important it is to continue the conversations. I didn't come out intentionally trying to say, you know, I want to be the spokesman for this. You know, for me, I I, I had a moment, you know, um, it was All-Star Weekend in L.A. I was going home. I'm a starter, L.A., for the All-Star game. I'm going home and in the midst of dealing with my whole family, friends, everybody wanted something. You know, my whole intent, I just want to get home and see my kids. You know, I want to relax a couple of days before the game, you know, chill with the kids. But it's like this whirlwind of 
BS that you gotta deal with, you know, and it's 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 overwhelming, you know. And for me, I think I just had hit a wall of things that I was able to keep in control throughout my career that I never fully, you know, checked. You know, mm-hmm. we come from I always I always mention this in three year spans. I went from being a senior at Compton High School to going to USC, where it was a culture shock for me for one year. To all of a sudden, you I'm in a league making a lot of money. In a span of three years, I never had a chance to really find myself and get in a place where I could be, you know, strong enough to find or figure out what was my problem in high school or what I could have been better at in college. You know, all these things is missed, but they quick to put a ball in front of you, tell you, you need to go work your ass off so you get ready to get drafted. Mm-hmm. You can't take no days off. You can't do this. You got to eat right. You got to, what, what about your mental? What mm-hmm. about things that you went through when you was younger? How can I slow this you, train down? You, you know what I mean? Bro, it's like, the, it's a whirlwind yeah. of things to where all crazy. of a sudden I went from, you know, being a, a rookie to we losing to all of a sudden I'm, I remember being told, just go out there and shoot every time. We just need you to, you know, to all of a sudden, you're all-star, you're all-star, you this, you this, you this. And you look up and it's like, damn, I haven't even looked myself in the mirror to s- slow myself down. Now you telling me I'm an all-star back home, coming home, you know? Yeah. And like, for me, it was just a moment for me to where, you know, I expressed that out and, you know, the way it came out and the reception I got from people in a positive way made me feel good. So it made me want to be able to reach out there and, and, make it more of a conscious thing to be talked about. So, you know, I that think was, that's so dope, man. Yeah. Cause like, I think just from you doing that to not even save yourself, but to kind of, I mean, obviously bring awareness, but opening up, you save yeah, millions like, of kids I, lives I, I just because I, they didn't know how to handle it. Bro. I swear when, when, when it happened, like what really hit me, I remember K love came out. He mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. I was the reason he came out. Right, he right. felt comfortable coming right. out. And to hear so many people's stories from athletes to, older people the kids like it was so overwhelming for me because it was like damn I, I got this I like I could I could help you know right, what I mean and, right, it, right, it, right. and it, it just came from a true feeling of me having a moment you know what I mean and it was just from an honest place from my heart then just try to help as many people as I can yeah because it's like you know basketball being all we know growing up you know it controlling your life mm-hmm. you know the, the sacrifices people made for you you know, the, the numerous AAU trips, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to a point where you start to gauge your life on how basketball is doing. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. you got all these other people around you. You know, basketball is good. Everything else is great. As soon as something happened in basketball, you know, like for me, when I got injured, you know, everything kind of stopped a little bit. And then I realized how rocky and shaky all my other relationships mm-hmm. were, like with my mom, with my family, you know, even with my wife now, like, you know, all that stuff needed so much work. And yeah. you're like, damn, like, I wasn't doing anything yeah, I was supposed to be doing, doing. You know what I mean? But, you know, you don't really have time to stop and think. Because like you say, like, got to put in the work. You got to mm-hmm. take care of your body. You got to get treatment. You got to make sure you're healthy. You know, you're traveling. You're doing all this stuff. You're just going, 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 mm-hmm. going, 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 going. And everything else around you. I mean, people are hanging on. You know, my wife lost so much of herself, you know, just trying to adjust to, or who I was becoming, you know what I mean? And that hurt me more than anything because, you know, here I am, you know, you know, asking someone to be with me for the rest of their lives and I can't even keep them happy, you know, right next to me. So it was dope when y'all came out with that because, I mean, it was, I had to check myself. And yeah. It's still a process, you know, once you once you talk about it or 
once you're aware of it, it's still a, a process to kind of, I mean, make sure, you know, everything's still good, you know, learn how to check in, learn how to find that work-life balance. And But that's uh, what it did. I mean, that's what it did. It just had people, even if it wasn't the exact same situation, it, it made everybody kind of say, let me take a step back. Okay, right. this is my job. Right. But this is not the most important thing on my plate. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it did. It just opened the doors for a lot of players and many different avenues to kind of, you know, save their lives, save their marriage, save mm -hmm. save themselves. And it's scary to think that basketball isn't the most important thing because, like like I said, that's all we ever knew. Yeah. And with with the climate of the game, like if you feel like you take off like a couple days, I mean, you see, I mean, you feel like everybody else just like getting Take ahead of you. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's just the way, I mean, they've like, you know, created the game with basketball now to where it's like, if you ain't putting in work, you ain't getting better. Mm-hmm. But if this right. ain't right, if your mind ain't right, it You're not mean, gonna get nothing better. matters, yeah. man. Nothing matters. Yep. Nothing matters. Now let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors. It's time we treated ourselves to a higher quality underwear. Underwear that feels good, provides support, and leaves us feeling fresh. Because we deserve better, our boys deserve better. That's what sex underwear is all about. It's the only men's underwear specifically designed with our anatomy in mind. Sex underwear's patented ballpark pouch is a game changer with internal mesh panels that keep everything in place. Then there's the super soft, moisture wicking fabrics that let our boys breathe and even repel BO. Sex is the underwear that our boys deserve. For me, I like sex underwear because fit great under my, my skinny jeans and uh, they, they give me great support all night. Get $5 off plus free shipping on your first purchase when you use promo code WINGIN at checkout. To order a few pairs of sacks now with this great offer, go to saxxunderwear.com That's sacks with two X's and use promo code WINGIN at checkout. Saxunderwear.com promo code WINGIN And there's such a stigma around mental health and that you should be ashamed of it. And I think that a lot of people and a lot of young kids feel like they can't talk about it. And seeing people like you and Kevin Love, like, like for me, that was life changing because it's like to see these big, strong men say, like, I have a weakness and I'm this is how I'm dealing with it is so big for kids and young adults not knowing how to deal with it. So that's, I think, one of the biggest things you guys could have done in your career outside of basketball is to create this awareness around mental health. I just got to a point where I said, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing I need to prove from a tough aspect. Like I proved it making out of Compton mm-hmm. at nineteen. Yep. Like that's my my toughness. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't look at it like it's a weakness. And even when I talk to people today, it's like I remember growing up, and my dad always used to say, "You better not cry. You better be tough. You better take it. You better." You know, as I got older, you like, damn, I was unconsciously trained to mm-hmm. not show emotion. Yep. Right. You know, I was I was forced to be this certain type of way to where like, damn, I really don't have much empathy for anything. Like that's that's not how a human should be able to react to things, you right. know. And mm-hmm. you know, I learned that as I had my daughters, you know, my my oldest daughter changed my life for for the better, just for the simple fact of like, damn, this is what love is? Like mm. It's okay to be soft. It's okay right. to be like, you know what I mean? Can't nobody judge yeah. me. Like, you know what I mean? I hey, I think that's what needs to be put out there. You just said something there. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, for real. Like, I mean, it, I, it, I feel it. It's, 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 just, it's, just, it's just real to where I just want people to understand that. Like, don't judge us because we make a lot of money and think we shouldn't be able to take something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if 
Kent got a story or something that affects him, it should matter. It shouldn't right. matter like, oh, he just got money. I don't care if he had a bad day or right. he should he shouldn't have a bad day because he got yeah, money. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what what, like, what you got to be mad about? You got millions, like, bro. Please. Come on, oh, nobody knows what what we take to that arena. What we got to play with, you know, from family situation, friends, and this. It's so much, but people just look at us like we animals in the zoo sometimes. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's much. Like, you know, I just always want to get that narrative across to understand, like, we just like everybody else. That's why I do and try to be as normal as possible. If you mm -hmm. see me, I'm 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 one of you. I don't care if mm -hmm. you got a dollar or a hundred million dollars. Like I'm I'm gonna be the same way with any individual that I come by and that's how the world should be because that's what mess up people mentally, you know, mm -hmm. especially yeah. when you get money all of a sudden. Yep. You know, so yeah, I was going to say, I don't think anyone is mentally prepared to go from growing up not having money to and being that, the face of an organization and making right. millions. And I, I can't I, imagine the, yeah, the I change. Be, I couldn't imagine that. I went from being around 100 game members every single day to all of a sudden I'm around people with MacBook Pros in, in <laughs> class, you know, and it's right. like the way they speak. And I, I don't even understand the language that they speak in. I know it's English though, but you right, know, it's, it's not, not just, English. it's not, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, so now I got to go from that to the league on top of, I never left home. I didn't even have a passport when I got drafted. <laughs> I had to get a That's passport. That's an issue for going to Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can imagine the first time you're like, yo, how you do that? Like, you <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm, I remember one of, one of the old heads come to me, come to me and was like, Yo, you know it's snowing. Why you got chucks on? And it's like I don't know. You know, what I mean? right. like, oh, yeah. like it's just, it's just we don't get taught that, like nah. in every aspect of life, because it, it could, it could damage you, and you could lose sight of so much stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you have a vet that kind of took you under their wing and like took you to get some boots or a jacket or something? Uh, Jared Jack helped, helped me a lot. Um, oh yeah, J Jack. Yeah, J Jack. Yeah, yeah J Jack helped me a lot. Um, Reggie Evans, um, <laughs> big Reggie Evans. He. Uh, yeah, wild boy, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. boy. <laughs> That's my man. Boy. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a couple for sure that helped me out. Chris, Chris helped me out a lot my rookie year. Chris Bosch, you know. So I, I was lucky to have some some cool people around. And see, me. that's what I think. Uh, D Wade touched on it last night about the importance of having veterans on every team. I know, I know no the league question. wants to quote unquote go younger, but I, you know, and I say, I say, when if you do that. You're pushing out the veterans that are important yep. to your team on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like you, you can have a team full of young guys with all of this potential, but it's like, who's teaching who? Yep. Right. It's the blind lead blind, the blind. Yeah. blind. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's just, you know, I, I, I mean, I'll say it now. I, I feel like the NBA should walk in, and I think we had this conversation, the NBA should walk into some of these training camps and just the first week of training camp and just see the lack of knowledge, the lack of basketball knowledge these guys have. And at, mm -hmm. I'm talking about now, mm -hmm. before you talk about leaving high school, there's a special player. There's some special Bro. players, the LeBrons, the mm -hmm. Coves, T-Max, KGs that can come out of high school. I get it. But like we just talked about, it's more to it than just Man. basketball. And you're talking about giving a kid millions of dollars, being the face of the franchise, and knowing how to handle that. That's just one one yeah. like little piece of it. Yeah. But like, and then you gotta look at like let's play devil's advocate. Like, what if they fail? Like, you get a four year deal at 18, 22. I mean, what what's next? next? What are you gonna do? Yeah, you got no education. You don't have you don't have anything. That's yep. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you said that. That that's that is important, man. That's veterans I mean. is everything. You need some vets, bro. Especially, and that's the one thing I love so much about pop is because he look at every individual like a human being. Like, mm -hmm. he tell you quick, man, this is just a game. 
It's just basketball. Mm-hmm. But this, 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 this how you be a better individual at this human. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we, right. we have team dinners to where it's like, I don't even want to talk about basketball. Like we about to put y'all phones down. We about to socialize. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like mm-hmm. that goes a long way in yeah. in for in real. Caring and showing individuals how how to be man, how to find that different type of comfort and learning, not just basketball, you know what I mean? But veterans, like if I wouldn't if it wasn't for the certain Veterans that I had, like I, I would have honestly been lost for sure. Yeah, I agree. I had a room. I had I had Jared Jack, Carl Landry, David Lee, Andrew Bogut, Andres Bedrins. <laughs> I had so many vets. Yeah, Richard up? Jefferson, big fella too. Yeah, right? uh, I had like Jo. Yeah, I had yeah. Uh, Andre Goddard. Like my first two years in the league, so I was just surrounded by like great guys. Yeah. And, I mean, they they showed me a lot. I learned stuff from. From everybody, and, yeah, because they all played with somebody who yeah. was, you know, mm-hmm. that top tier. Same thing for me. I mean, I had Oakley who played with MJ. I had Kevin Willis who played with Dominique. I had Doug Christie who played with Magic. Mm-hmm. I had D Brown who played with Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Then I had <laughs> wait a minute. I had Antonio <laughs> Davis on. who played with Reggie Miller. So I mean, any question I had, I knew. I mean, I had people to help me. Yeah. You know, especially coming to a, a, a country mm-hmm. where I didn't know anything about, and. It's like, all right, go ahead. Right. <laughs> like, how do you handle this? How yeah. do you handle the media? Because you know how the media is in, mm-hmm. in Toronto. It's like it's a major market, so it's a lot of media, and you know, you're you're critiqued on wins and losses, and whether you play well or not. And I remember Oak the first, the second day of training camp, he was like, I'm, "I got you, mm-hmm. thank you, man." Because I was like, "Man, sure, I yeah. this is this is just a lot going on." So it's just like for, I can't imagine for these teams. Like everybody wants to get younger, have a young guys, but it's like. What you gonna do with that? Those star players who struggle, they sit in the room like this, talking like, "Man, okay, how do we get better? How do mm-hmm. we if we just lost eight in a row? How do we how do we get better? Mm-hmm. Going to the gym and shoot like, like right. nah, yeah. it, it, it ain't just about yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Man, that's some real. That, that's, you know, that's that's real, dog. Every time I see it, I, you know, I, I, I hear about it. Like that's kind of my thing. It's like it's great you're giving these young guys the opportunity, but at the same time, you're not helping these young guys and, you yeah. know, because of the things that's been just said. The talent's going to always be there. Right. You know, that talent of the 18-year-old is going to be even better at 2021. 20, yeah, and he's going to have, season, yeah, right. he's going to be seasoned. He's going to have seen a lot, a lot and learn more to prepare him because it's nothing to prepare you for the NBA right. until you get there and yeah, go through huh. it. Nothing. Yep. Nothing but fail. Well, well maybe they're changing after they hear this. <laughs> I can't wait to hear like five, ten years from now to hear from Trey and John and just like hear, you know, the impact you two really had on them, Jalen, other really strong veterans that we have. Cause I can't imagine this young team without you guys. Like if we hadn't taken mm-hmm. you, if you had been traded and then Jalen just got bought out, like this would be a team of like literally 20 year olds. Yeah. Right. And I, mean, I think that just... the mental aspect that you guys help with and y'all are both. I mean, you're freaking dunking on people. I can't every time I see it. It hurts though. So. It hurts. Yeah. What about that one recently um in the four overtime game? It was early in the game. Yeah, but did yeah. that hurt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did. The landing. It's not going up for me. It's just it's landing. <laughs> you say you have to be careful now, right? You gotta yeah, check, man. make sure. But you play you play like forty minutes that game. Right? Yeah. You it's crazy. insane. Unreal. You crazy. <laughs> I'm still hurting from 38 last night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, he is up, he bro. is of another breed. Yeah. I don't think there will be anyone else in the world like you. No, no. Add up. Yes, sir. I did five years of college. Red shirt. <laughs> Stacking them, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll touch our last segment and then we'll close. We have a segment called Welcome to the League where you talk about 
kind of the moment, your aha moment when you maybe got dunked on or blocked or even your first big shot when you realize like, wow, I really made it. Welcome to the league. When I made it, um, probably when like Brandon Roy oh, gave man, me like oh, man. 40 or something. Like my <laughs> rookie year. Garden He's so Brandon. Cold. man. Yeah. People don't talk about Brandon man, Roy. I don't but know why. But that boy was- for me, my, my rookie year was that's when I said, damn, this This is the real deal. This, this is real. <laughs> this is real. This is not college anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Roy, for sure. Man. Do you remember the first time you played Vince and were Yo, you yeah, like yeah. starstruck because you yeah. said it's one of your favorite players growing up? Without a doubt. Bro, I remember he was, that. A, he was there. You remember? that going on. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. You remember? <laughs> I remember. It was look, a lot going up. Look, yeah, I, I remember. You, know, I, you forgot look, what we were talking look, about look, in look, Toronto. I, I remember his first time I played against him. He came to Toronto. Was oh, this never, when you were still getting booed? Yeah. What? I never in my life. I never in my life. I was confused. Like, why y'all booing Vince like this? Like, like. Like, I was confused. Like, you got to understand, I'm 19. Like, grew up watching Vince in the sea, and it was just like, yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like, it was crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to like, most people, I think. Know, like, it was, it was, there was booze. There were booze. Yeah. But I seen, like, I was lucky enough to, I seen it, like, like over the years, it, it go down. Then, you know. So you were there probably, when he finally got the standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so was. for me, it was cool. Like, yeah. I always. Like I seen it, then to see that moment, it was like cool. Like damn, about time. Like right. that's right. I just saw your uh, the highlights when you went back. You were in New Jersey, you hit the three. He got the live. He, he got, got the live for the win. The and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> game losses. <laughs> damn. Um, yeah, no, nah, it was crazy. it was uh, it was crazy. That actually reminds me. Talk about when you just went back to Toronto, like how emotional that was for you. You got a Man, standing ovation. I, so clearly fans have kind of changed their tune. We had yeah. a game and I was tuned in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You were ready? You want to see what it, happened? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I couldn't even imagine like how it was. Man. I, even when I went out for my pregame. Chills. Like it was like, yo, what the? Like, <laughs> yo, like. <laughs> Said, let me keep myself together. Let me keep myself together. We playing. They announced it. I just like I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like I just I just couldn't believe it because I never looked at myself as to be this major thing. And so to get that love, to look around, see the signs, and you know I really had to hold myself together. It wasn't so like after the game. I was impressive, by the way. Yeah, I was I, like, oh, I, he gonna cry in the car. Like no, I swear, <laughs> I swear, I was telling, I was telling, was I was telling all my cousin everything. Like, look, I'm, I'm gonna hold it together, but. Like it wasn't to after the game, I gave Cal a hug. And if you look at it, like I'm trying to get away from Cal because yeah. I felt like it hit me. Like I'm like, let me get my ass up out of here. <laughs> get to the locker room. <laughs> like I did good this whole game. Right. Let me get out of here. But it was, it was, it was incredible. You know what I mean? It made it, it made everything worth it. The, the good, the bad, the ugly. It made it all worth it for sure. Yeah. See, we played at 7.30 and they played at 7. Right, so that's how you were tuned so yeah, in. Yeah, it makes it sense. Dope. Yeah, well, I know everyone was kind of anticipating, not really sure what kind, you know, what kind of reception someone gets after they're traded, but clearly fans. Nah, he deserved yeah, yeah. every bit of that. Oh, when uh, Kawhi came to San Antonio, you dropped a triple-double on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, that, that was, I watched that one. It's, I saw that triple-double. <laughs> did, he, did he get a standing Charged ovation? Up. I don't know. Nah, they no, they booed him. They booed him, oh. yeah. But it, you know, I, I think a little different. Little I think over cha- over time, it it changed. You know, what I mean, he he won a championship there. That's 
Can't yeah, that's just how it is. That's, it's, it's sports, man. I mean, I mean yeah. you know, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. But I think in due time, they're going to appreciate what he's done there, you know. And it's like at some point you move on, you know. The, the organization makes a decision or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll change. But like that, what what you, that that was great, man. Yeah, it was. It was, it was great. Like, that was my closure going back to Toronto. Like, you know, I'm I'm good now. How was your first shot? How did your first shot? Did I make my first shot? I made my first shot. You did? Yes. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, that. I feel like my first shot, I started to go. <laughs> I wanted to go in so bad. It's yeah. one of those like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played like crap in Golden State two straight years. I couldn't make nothing in there. That's how it goes, man. It's crazy, though. And you had a good night there, too. Yeah. Or both I mean, nights that when they were when they came to San Antonio. Yeah, we, we lost in Toronto, though. Yeah, I, you, I tricked it off. I, yeah. <laughs> I tricked it off. It was it was good though. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear. Do you guys have anything else for tomorrow before we close? Nah, man, appreciate you sliding nah, through, bro. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate, yeah, y'all. man. We really do, man. It's, it's real, great man. to be able to talk about this. I know a lot of fans, Canadian fans, Toronto fans, Raptor fans, wanted to kind of you know hear us talk about the time yeah, yeah, together. For so sure, I for think sure. you know they going much going. needed and, and pretty dope. So yeah, I appreciate you, man. They got Weibo in Canada. <laughs> nah, nah, fool. That's <laughs> so stupid. Nah. We'll, we'll, we'll get it out there in Canada. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jamar. Thank you guys so thank much you. for listening to Winging It. As always, please give us five stars and drop us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Any questions, feel free to tweet us or send us an email. Winging it, the podcast at gmail.com, and hopefully we will answer them soon. Five stars. We appreciate y'all. We really appreciate you, Jamar. Thank you. Kenneth. All right, man. We out of here. We out. We out.